right, everybody. Welcome back to another week of Ghost in the Scene. This is the only certified ghost-friendly podcast. I am your host, Gio Chapatazzi, and I'm here with my co-host, Rob Thomas. How's it going, Rob? Thank you for making it another week. Um, you know, I didn't know if we were going to make it this time, but here we are. Um, you know, some flowers are blooming. Um, things are starting to feel a little bit more alive, even though that there are still ghosts everywhere. There's more ghosts than there ever have been before. Um, you know, Gio, we were talking about gravity offline and how it's a protective spell to keep us from being surrounded by ghosts. Because think about this, uh, everyone. You know, when you're in space, do this next time you're in outer space, okay? Drop something. Could be anything. Drop uh, a mug, a pencil. What's it going to do? It's going to stay there. Or anything, it's going to go up. Mm -hmm. What's holding it? You know? I, it's, it's a ghost. That's the answer. Exactly. You, you think that you know, in space you can't be surprised. And it's true because your jaw drops. And then immediately a ghost forces your jaw back up in its position. You know, in, in the world, the earth that we live in, even in the fact that we live on multiple worlds right now in different realities, gravity still exists here and there. And we're lucky that it does because that is our true protection b between us and the infinite amount of ghosts that ex exists in all of our realities. So yeah, I mean, gravity is, is one of those spells that I, I am glad exists. There are good spells. You know, we, we are a podcast that has gone away from persecution. We are a friendly, loving podcast. We're informational. So we don't want to, you know, say bad things on every single magical deity or spell incantation. Some things are good, right? The happy birthday song, that's a good spell. And there's a ton of them. We can go down the list of good spells that there are. Right. Just think of spells as also the way of communicating with the other world. You know, you can, you can have bad words to say to your mother, or you can have nice things to say to your mother. And it's going to be the difference between a timeout and getting some fresh baked cookies. You know, it's depending, it just goes, how, it's just about how you go about it, right? Exactly. And we're on the side of the fresh baked cookies, right? We're good boys. And that is both spiritually and physically, emotionally. We're well-rounded, well like, a, like a cookie. And it's very symbolic that cookies are round. You know, there's a reason why they're not square cookies. And it's, it's a symbol. And that's another spell in itself, shapes or spells. So... That's what we want to do here. And in order to do that, people need to know the truth. And to do that, we got to break some, some cultural norms. We're going to have to call some people out. And there's been a name that we've been tossing around, right? Someone that's been to space before. And this is a space cadet to the highest degree. And him and his father have taken things even after Earth. They made a movie about it, right? They've visited other worlds that we've never even been to. I think everybody knows who we're talking about. Rob, this is um, one of your idols, 
Jaden Jaden Smith? Of course. I mean, this is someone that we've kept their eye, our eye on for for decades now. Um, you know, Will Smith in I believe his Willennium album had a, had a duet with Young Jaden, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so this is a spell that has been being cast before our eyes as we've been growing up since we were both, you know, little, dear little ones, uh, you know, idolizing Jaden. And he's been showing uh, us the way and now is showing society the way. Uh, we've already broke down his song Ghost. So that's obviously very on the nose. But, you know, that's just like intro. That's 101, right? We're about to enter some advanced. He's about to start teaching us some advanced trigonometry. Exactly. This is math beyond our world. This is, you know, stuff that the SpaceX and Tesla, this is the kind of like engines that they're running, right? These are not gasoline engines that Jaden Smith uses. And not even battery powered. I mean, he's he's working on, on some kind of fuel that is the love and adoration of people. And we had to correct him, and we had to kind of put him in his place before, because he was championing this human vampire hybrid character called Sire, right? To be sired is to be turned into a vampire. So this was a person who. I looked up to you as a young boy, as a toddler, I think my first words my, my, my mom told me were Jaden. You know, I want to be like Jaden is, is what I said. And to hear him then champion, you know, people like Johnny Depp and people that are vampires, it kind of, it kind of made me angry. And we had to call him out, and we did. And he heard and he responded in one of the most, I would say, upright, you know, finally somebody is standing up for what they believe in, and but they're also changing based on, you know, some positive feedback, and that's beautiful. And so Jaden has released his new song, and it's actually, the beauty of it is it's an old song, and it's called 90. Nine, I mean, guys... That's nine, ten times. How many nines is that? I can't even count how many nines that is. No one knows. Um, we're still crunching the numbers in the back. And I've burned through three computers. Their hard drives just explode. Wow. Those are hard numbers. And you know what? Just stop computing because... I don't think we need the answer. I think if we got the answer, it'd be a little too scary how many how many point six six sixes would be in that answer. Maybe we don't, you know, we don't need that answer. So Jaden Smith, right? Son of Will, brother of of a what's what's your name? Willow. Willow, yes. Wow. Will Willow, right? This guy is telling people and I mean what I love about Jaden Smith is the fact that he is not your average ghost hunter, right? He doesn't look like, you know, the nerdy guy with the, with, with the, you know, the backpack and the photon pack and the jumpsuit. 
you know, he's wearing designer jeans. He's bleaching his hair. He's, he's throwing up in, in his videos, doing stuff that is, is very characteristic of, you know, somebody who's an edgier kind of, like a Chris Angel, like a mind freak. You know, you have Harry Houdini who started off magic, and then you have Chris Angel who took it to a whole nother level, right? Basically, you know, Harry Houdini is the first step, and Chris Angel is on the top of the stairway to heaven when it comes to magic users. And that's, that's you know, from Will to Jaden is that step, right? Because you have somebody who fought aliens, who not only was a, a you know, a men in black, but he was a, a, a pilot in, in the war against, against aliens. He won, right? And then now we have his son who is prophesizing a future where ghosts, humans, I mean, we don't want to get into his motives. It's hard to understand everything he's saying in this video. So we're going to go piece by piece in, in a separate video. We want, to, we want to put this on YouTube so that you can see what we see, right? This podcast um, is not a really good format to live react to a music video. But you were saying something about his dancing, Rob, that, that really intrigued me. That's absolutely correct. Um, I mean, what you need to do is study body language. Because that, as we say again, language is a spell. So the way you move your body is also a spell. So it creates uh, emotion and viewpoint. And it is communicating message. And... The way that he moves his body is almost as if he's being possessed, right? Wow. And the thrust, you know, you think about the body's reaction to a thrust. You see somebody thrust and my heart, you know, stops a little bit, gets a little shaky. And that's only because of the air that his pelvis is pushing towards me. That's, that's a physical reaction. What about the spiritual reaction that you get? from a thrust and what happens when he's doing the worm what are you going to emotionally feel then what are you going to spiritually feel when someone's doing the worm people don't ask that question but his dancing is itself a conjuration right and who is he conjuring he could be conjuring anybody alive or dead so he's doing he's doing all of this out in the open, he's doing this for children to watch him do. This is a model that everybody is going to use to self-possess, maybe, and maybe in a positive way. And what I loved about this video, and I, I don't, you know, I don't want to dwell too much on it, but he kills Sire. What we challenged him on, he conceded, right? He accepted, yes, okay, I understand that the cross-pollination between vampires and human culture should not be something that you promote because vampires are a predatory race of monsters. And they will, just like a lot of you know, feral pigs, they will eat up your whole cornfield, right? Except we're the corn, right? We are the, the stalks of corn. And they will stalk every last bit of corn that there is. 
So Jaden understood and, and, and finally kind of said, I'm sorry. He killed off his vampire character, right? It's finally back to good old Jaden. And there's a million other chicken nuggets of information embedded in the video itself. And you, like you said, the dancing. He could be possessed by, and I think we were talking about this before, but th this is, you know, we're in a time where dancing is kind of culturally relevant, right? With the last dance coming out, who do you think he got all those moves from, right? I mean, if, the, if everybody's watching a show about dancing, then yeah, I mean, of course, he got some moves from Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan is somebody that has worked with Bugs Bunny, right? That's a, that's a universal, that's a Warner Brothers, one of our original enemies. And Rob, you were saying, you know, he, he released the show on ESPN, right? Definitely. And yeah, and I think that background context is very important because no one knew who Michael Jordan was until the movie Space Jam. It's right. what really what put him on the map. And so to have the backing of Bugs Bunny, to have to be trained by, you know, uh, uh, Daffy Duck, right? Mm -hmm. And it shows, you know, the power of, of what he can do spell-wise, especially with his body. Because, you know, it, the Looney Tunes, they can stretch their arms about you know 15 feet long you know so think of these dance moves that he's pulling out and and um, that's something that Jaden had to learn without the help of of people around him right that was something that he watched a movie and he copied which is why he's such a prophetic person right he was able to conjure and possess himself with the you know the goofy version the you know the not disney but the warner brothers version of Michael Jordan. So he, you know, he, I saw his, his net go 360 in one of the shots. It's not hard. It's not hard when, when you're a Looney Tune, but when you're a person like us with vertebrae, yeah, it's a little hard and you need to be possessed for stuff like that. And that's where you see like why Michael Jordan is so revered because he can take those powers of like the, that Warner brother universe. And then what you were getting at, yeah, ESPN is owned by Disney. So he's taking the, the knowledge from Warner Brothers and taking it to the powerhouse. House of Mouse. The House of Mouse. And to use their powers to exponentially, you know, boost those powers in his last dance, quote unquote. Wow. I'm at a loss for words. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will, we will have some more for you guys, okay? Be back. All right, we are back. Great break, Rob. How do you feel? I'm feeling repressed. Oh, my goodness. That's quite the tongue slip. Um, yeah, I guess I'm feeling repressed. Um, Got to come out of that, that shell, dude. Yeah, I... I you know, that's the one thing about breaks. You know, we, when we get great on a roll about ex talking about the truth and the light, and even though we know we have to take a break because we don't want your eardrums to explode with all this information, it takes a lot for us to rein that energy back in. Yeah. Wild horses are in our brains right now, 
careening towards a cliff. And every time we take a break, you know, if, if I feel like they're Wiley Coyote in midair, you know, and we take a huge dive in energy, spiritual energy. And, you know, we're back. I'm, we're, you know, trying to get it back. And I feel like the, the content that we're about to release is exactly the kind of jumpstart that is, is going to bring us to Mount Everest of adrenaline. Okay. Cause this is something that we uncovered that I think will change everybody's opinion of American politics. I don't want to get too into the weeds as we start, but I mean, tears, right? When I, when I finished this investigation, I cried tears of joy because I felt like I actually, for the first time in my life, did something worthwhile, right? This is something that I don't think anybody has any clue on. This is like, you know, the JFK assassination, right? Somebody out there has the truth and somebody out there figured everything out. And before they were assassinated, right? Before they were hushed away forever, they had, you know, one of the best meals of their life, the accomplishment that they must have felt knowing that they solved everything. And then they were murdered by the CIA or whoever, right? But that's not going to happen to us because we're too smart. You know, look at me, I'm in a control room. You know, Rob's in an undisclosed location. They're not going to find us. Yeah. So American politics, get ready to get the foundation shook. Do you know um, anything about um, the attorney general? Our current attorney general. um, Yeah. William Barr. Well, I know that he's working with whoever is playing Donald Trump. So I guess Donald Bush. Yes. Um, I know that he, he loves this character. It's like his favorite character. And like he's in the writing room and he's giving this character all the lead roles, you know, all the lead, you know, performances. He's giving him the best jokes, mm-hmm. you know, the best comebacks. You know, he uh, originally applied for this role by by writing a, a roast he wrote a roast of the of the previous attorney general and the i, I think at the time it was it, it might have been the stephen baldwin that was i, I think it was jeff sessions right he, of course yes jeff sessions but uh stephen baldwin as as the uh donald trump oh yes wa- watched uh heard this roast heard um the attorney general actually which is so interesting that we have to kind of explain this even before he was this attorney general, he still was the attorney general. So he's had the attorney general title, AG, for decades, right? You could call him attorney general from the womb. They were calling him AG Barr. And that's something that is a little indicator, right? From birth, they were calling him AG Barr. And so I did a quick a quick Google, right? Um, I, I was looking at photos of him and trying to see who he looked like the most. I think John Goodman is, is the closest that it gets. And I watched all the films of John Goodman trying to understand what A.G. Barr was all about. And in a, in, in a movie, John Goodman, he drinks something and it's not a Pepsi and it's not a Coke. And I was just so confused, right? Because that's, that's the only two soft drinks that I'm aware of. 
Pepsi and Coke. And no, I'm sorry, I'm wrong, Mountain Dew. But it wasn't even a Mountain Dew. It was something called a Tizer, right? I looked at it, I looked closely. The brand was called Tizer. And it was, it was this thing, uh, an iron brew. And I didn't understand what that was. So I, I talked to Rob. I let him know my confusion. That's usually how these things start, right? One of us has a, has a weird kind of feeling. And Rob being the consummate investigator, dove in, you know, feet first, which is something that true investigators do. They don't go head first. You don't know what you're diving into. And, you know, once you got your, your feet wet, I think then everything started coming together. So let's get into it. AG Barr. This is not just a single person, Rob. It, it is actually an entire company. It's a conglomerate that has not only, you know, self-sustained, but it has absorbed other companies in its wake. So AG Bar is a Scottish soft drink manufacturer. And I know that's doesn't make a lot of sense. But yeah, I mean, it's not just Coke and Pepsi out there. No, and this is a lot of threads to be connecting so far. So, you know, thank you for bearing with us. But you'll see how these threads actually weave together to make a web, uh, a web of, of deceit. Uh, and a web of that that is ultimately made to trap uh, us us flies, you know, with something sweet, like mm. a like a soda. So yeah, as you said, you when you first brought up Tizer, I filled my whole bathtub filled filled it with Tizer, and I dipped myself below the surface to wow. really to really feel it, and it was very difficult because the bubbles kept on trying to push me up, but I kept myself under. Um, and allowed myself to project, you know, to astral project from within the, the soda mixture. And that brought me to Scotland. Wow. You know, I, and I saw, that's how we found this company. That's how we saw the company. It is absolutely incredible that, you know, a company can be run by the Loch Ness Monster. I mean, yeah, they moved it out of the lock and he started an entire facility. Carbonation is what urinates. I don't think people understand the Loch Ness Monster is not a being like a mammal, right? That just is going to poop out poop. It, its excrement is carbonation. I mean, cryptozoologists everywhere are nodding their heads. They're saying, yeah, of course, everyone knows that. But for the layman, right? Yes. It is true. And so this is a company that has been around since 1875. So when we were talking about how, you know, William Barr, A.G. Barr was from the womb called that, it's because there was already a lineage of other A.G. Bars, and he was the, the latest to get the title, right? So what does this mean? Right? What does this mean that a Scottish soda company powered by the Loch Ness Monster now has somebody in the White House? Right? What does all of this mean? And you know, this is where 
investigation matters. It, it's not the fact that we uncovered it, right? Okay, so what, right? What now? I think there's a lot more threads that we, we have to start pulling. But one of them is the fact that we just found out in that facility, they are creating a drink. They created a new element. They are working probably with the alternate world dimension and are bringing over elements that don't exist on this earth. And this is something that could be cataclysmic. It could be positive, you know, but here's the thing. It doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. I don't want to sound nationalist, but it, it, this, this is a foreign country that is, and it's not even the government. It is a soda company that now has the ear of probably the second most powerful man in our country. So what are they doing with this new, you know, element? Not just an ear though, Joe, a, a representative, someone to represent their interests. Yes. That's what we're talking about here is the interests. It's not about just seeing the facts, but seeing what is motivating the facts. Mm. Yes, Rob. And there have been a lot of people in American media that have questions, you know, about Barr. They want to know why is he so cozy with some people? Why is he so friendly with the Scottish government? Right? Why is he always, you know, drinking a Tizer before he answers any questions? And I think we finally have the answer that it is the conflict of interest is not in, you know, some nefarious back room. He's doing it out in public. And there is a company that is calling the shots, pulling the strings. And, you know, people say that Donald Trump is drinking Diet Coke. I, I don't think he is. Guys, I'm, I'm really scared to say that I think he might because of the direction of his attorney general, he might be drinking a diet tizer. And who knows what kind of Loch Ness monster, you know, excrement he's drinking on a daily basis. Is that changing everything? You know, we have to ask ourselves, how far does this go? Is it the fact that he's drinking diet tizer that's making him this mad? You know, does he not like the flavor and they're not letting him drink Diet Coke? I mean, this is something, like I said, American politics is changed, right? Now we know that a Scottish soda company owns the White House. So what does that mean for, for, for Coke and Pepsi? Maybe they own other countries too. American politics before used to just be Democrats, Republicans, right? Maybe some third parties. Who knew Big Soda had such an influential hand, you know? And maybe in the future, we'll see, you know, King, King Coke come on top. But right now, it looks like the AG bar, the Tizers of the world, are rising up and they're taking over America right under our noses. Now, I've never tasted a Tizer before. Rob, have you, have you had any of these soft drinks? I know I mean, you've been to France before. Right. I mean, like I said, I did bathe myself in a tub of Tizer to Oh, my God. Did, to project. Go, did it go in your mouth? Uh, you know, I tried to keep my, my mouth closed. Uh-oh. But 
you know, when, when I was, you know, under, and I was so surprised to see the Loch Ness Monster, I, I opened, opened my mouth. Oh, no. And it touched my tongue. And, you know, I tried, I, I didn't swallow, you know, I always spit, never swallow. Mm. All right. Classic but, Listerine rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might switch it around, but, you know, you won't catch me dead swallowing. Wow. Um, but regardless, it, it was in my mouth and I could taste it. And what did it taste like, Rob? It tasted like, I mean, it tasted like Coke. What? Oh it, my God. It tasted like Coke. So right there, guys. We're talking about mimicry. We're talking about conjuration. We're talking about fake Coke. And this is, like, like we said, there was only Coke and Pepsi before, right? The originators. Now we have a Scottish company run by Attorney General Barr. Or maybe they run him, right? And they're faking the flavor of Coke, which begs the question... Are we even drinking Coke? Or are we drinking Tizer? It could be Tizer this whole time. Oh my God. Spit out the Coke that you're drinking right now. I know there's probably a hundred thousand of you drinking Coke. Spit it out. No mercy anymore. I have, I have some Coke right here. It's going in the trash. Guys, we have to... This is a new normal that we're going to have to live with, right? We can't trust Coke anymore. And I'm not even sure we can trust Pepsi. I don't know. And American politics, I'm going to keep on saying it, is over. Soda is on top. Soda, big soda. And I don't know what this means for the rest of the world. I don't know how it could get any worse. Uh, all I know is that um, I have an entire fridge full of Coca-Cola that I spent a lot of money stockpiling. I'm afraid my fridge is haunted or spying on me, right? I mean, that's kind of what Attorney General Barr is, is, is good at, you know, collecting information. Maybe he's using Tizer to spy. Well, here's, here's the connection that we were talking about before. William Barr, prior you know, to being the attorney general, cut his teeth at a place none other than on the board of a Time Warner Media, hmm. a.k.a. Warner Brothers. <laughs> so if you, again, this is what we're talking about. This is the web. Mm -hmm. right this Even, is the, yeah. the dark web when you hear about it it's talking about the the darkness comes from all that soda syrup now remember everybody warner brothers was the company that granted michael jordan the ability to stretch his arm right 15 feet i've never done the measurement from scotland to the district of columbia to washington dc um, it's probably a little bit more than 15 feet, 
But if he was on the board, if, if William Barr was on the board, that means that he was probably given some extra, you know, powers, some extra juice, maybe some J2O, right? The element that they brought over, they probably gave him some J2O and he's literally projecting, he's stretching. The only thing that is not in America right now are the soles of his feet. The rest of his body is stretching from Scotland to America. And all we're not seeing is the little bottom soles of his feet, but everything else, he's actually standing in Scotland. He is at the Iron Brew right now with the Loch Ness Monster, but just pretending, stretching his entire body to, to make it seem like he's in America. I mean, it, it is all illusion. This is all magic. And, and people, they need to hear this, right? I don't care if we get assassinated for this one, okay? This is, this is the truth that needs to come out. Loch Ness Monster is on the top rung of American politics. You know, we used to think it was, it was um, Jim Carrey as the Sorcerer Supreme. And in, in a lot of ways, yeah, sure, he is still the Sorcerer Supreme. But I don't, I'm not even sure if he knew about this Loch Ness Monster situation, right? Because I saw him drinking a Coca-Cola. Like it was nothing. So this is brand new evidence for the Library of Congress, if they will accept it, right? If they're not all Coke drinkers themselves. We got to start watching everybody around us because this, is, this, is, this could be like a body snatchers kind of scenario where one day the Loch Ness Monster is going to, you know, snap their finger and everybody's going to turn on us. So. I just want to thank you for all the hard work that you've done in this, Rob. You know, the countless hours that you've you've spent, you know, submerged in that in that solution. I'm sure it it, it you know it, it's not safe, but knowing how how safe you are, I, you're the only person I could have trusted to do that. I mean, it's an honor and a privilege to do this, so others don't have to. So we can bring this information to to everyone else. You know, it is too important. And so throw away your Coke. Um, I don't, jury's still out on Pepsi. Um, you know, even if it's not Tizer controlling it, you know, at this point, we don't know who's actually in control of these products. You know, is maybe Pepsi's owned by the Wolfman. We don't know. Oh my God. Don't even you say know? that. That's scary. <laughs> I mean, think about, yeah, that logo. It's kind of like, the a moon being overtaken by like a blood red moon oh my god um so you know that's just a hot take right there yeah and we still have some the street team investigating pepsi on that mm -hmm. uh but you know just be careful and don't trust big soda um it is you know being crafted by by that by a sorcerer by the name of AG bar and you know they don't have good motives uh, and they have lots of ways that they're trying to bring it to you uh, for example you know they also have a roller coaster you know they a, a, a device a nefarious device that mm -hmm. is made only to make people scream uh -huh. 
right? And yeah, they call it a roller coaster, right? It's really a scream machine. It's a scream machine developed by AG Barr and, and Tizer. Um, you know, it's, it wasn't enough to like have all those little carbonated bubbles just kind of pop in your tongue and then make you go, ah, mm. you know, that's like your soul leaving your body. Every time. Every time. So they needed to make something more intense. They, they developed a roller coaster. You know, this is the kind of mad, sick brain that they have of, of, of this control. And, you know, by the end of this, we could all be riding stuck on a, on a perpetual roller coaster, you know? We're, we're just screaming all the time. And this I mean, is probably just their laboratory, you know, in England. They, the, and how, how you know that this is for no good, they called their roller coaster the traumatizer. Huh. I mean, they're right? not even hiding their malice, right? They're not even hiding their wicked intentions. This is just them outright hurting the public, traumatizing children. And where do you think he got this from? Warner Brothers, right? Six Flags. Six Flags, right? I mean, think about it. How many Six Flags are there? There's a, there's a, there's a few of them. Probably, probably three Six Flags, right? Six, 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 right there. And all of those, those you know, uh, theme parks not only have the walking around cartoons, living embodiments of the cartoons, but they also have death traps of roller coasters, scream machines, right? One's called Supreme Scream, Goliath, you know, the murderers. I mean, there are some really scary roller coasters and we're only talking about the sanctioned ones, right? The ones that we know about. What about all the underground roller coasters? There's already a reverse underground railroad. Why wouldn't there be a reverse underground roller coaster? This kind of stuff that AG Barr and Tizer are up to. You know, how many reverse underground roller coasters have they built in the couple of years that he's been the AG? You know, we're going to have to find that out. I mean, at this point, you have to assume, you know, Washington right now is probably uh, underway of being constructed into a giant underground roller coaster. Mm -hmm. They're and putting it on rails. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's pretty scary when you think that, you know, they're making this into a roller coaster and the people that are applying for this, you know, White House job, they're elderly, elderly people. Um, I don't know if you know how brittle bones are when you get older, but this is set to kill the person who's going to be the president next, right? And maybe they want it that way. Maybe they want the first ghost president, right? And they will not even relinquish their their seat they'll they'll just become the ghost president that's what we're looking you know at because of tizer so i don't want you to think that everything's in a bubble you know because it's not everything is connected this web spans from scotland to the white house but not only from, it's from the white house to the rest of the world this is a global net and you know the spider could be anywhere the spider could be, you know, crossing the Atlantic as we speak, coming, you know, to America, a giant spider. I, I don't want to prophesize that, but, I mean, if you watch some of Jaden's filmography, 
he kind of points to a giant spider. And if you look at Will Smith's filmography in Wild Wild West, there is a giant spider. So everything is connected. And we have to be there. We have to be the ones to, to call it out. So I want to thank you, Rob. And I want to thank myself. You know, thank you, Gio. For once again, having the courage to say what needs to be said. And again, we are not afraid of being assassinated over this information. Because, mm -mm. you know, we'll come back as ghosts. And we'll keep on hosting the show as ghosts. Yeah, it'll be hard to post the episodes, but we'll be recording. And, you know, when you think that you've seen The Last of Us, that's only in our spiritual visage. We will be possessing people, willingly people, not, you know, not through force. We're not that kind of ghost, and we won't be that kind of ghost, but we will possess people. Because we have plenty of people in the scene that, that love us, that want us to embody them, and we will. So here's looking at another infinite amount of years together doing this. But uh, until next week, guys, stay in the scene. Keep your eyes on those screens. You know, don't drink those. Watch out for those soda drinks. Uh, they, they, you, you might get possessed. So, you know, drink some water, put a strawberry in it. That's like, that's like a strawberry Coke right there without the possession. So just keep that in mind. Mm. Um, you know, be safe as always. Wear your phantom protective equipment. That's right. Stay extreme, everybody. We love you, and we want you to be safe, just like we are safe. So until next week, guys, take care.